down to episode number 86 as he checks the notes of the Down South Photo Show with me, Brendan Waits, here in Ocean Grove, Victoria, Australia, and the guy on the other screen over there or in your other ear. If you are listening on the podcast channels, it's Cam Blake in Hobart Town, Tasmania. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, Cameron Blake. Now scrap that. Do the one we did before. The, the, Brendan just tried to do a brand new intro and it was fantastic and he doesn't like it. So we're going back nah, to the old school. No, nah, which because I ripped it completely off another TV show, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, did you? Which TV <laughs> yes. show was it off? Doesn't matter. It will, doesn't I'll matter. let you work that out. Ooh. All right, I'll have to well, I, I'll have to rewatch. But anyway, hello. Yeah. How are you going? You won't rewatch because I'm going to delete that bit. Well, thank you. Uh, very, very well. Good. It's a big episode. Um huge. Stay huge tuned, episode. folks. We have the winner of our June. Uh, photography competition landscape photography competition the theme was weather uh, we're yes. going to announce that shortly we're not going to make you wait until the very end like some channels will probably do we are actually going to announce this near the front end are we going to call them live on the podcast and say got his hey. number got sorry got their number oh it's a his i gave well, it away then, so we, I, know. We, I tripped we, up we myself there didn't i you can't say that anymore brendan you can't say it's his <laughs> or her it's a them or they maybe with us well, with a name like that I, i'm going to go out on a limb and say that it is a male. So sorry for the. So now this person, listening. now this person's got a complete con- complex about their name. <laughs> What's wrong? So anyway, but um, I'm going well. We have a big episode coming up, um, and I'm excited to make this announcement. But oh, uh, good. Do we have to do any other formalities first, or we just? Yes, we do. Up? We have to thank all our lovely people for liking, subscribing, and following the channel. The community is growing strongly. I'd like to give a shout out to Russell who popped into the shop two days ago to say good day. He said he was an avid listener to the show, been catching up on all the episodes. Um, awesome. I think he said he got up, he's up to around episode 70, which is fantastic. Um, so in a few weeks' time, you'll hear this. <laughs> right. So can, can we do the Russell joke? Uh, you can. What do you call a man the tree? Yeah, that's right. Very good. Nice. What do you call we're a girl off, with sausages off. on her head? Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a man with a shovel in his head? Yes. Okay. That's enough. This is not oh, a comedy, okay. comedy skit it's, show. It's, it's it's stretching to be a photography show these days. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks everyone for tuning in and following along the show. Um, what we might do, Cam, uh, is announce the winner right after we talk about our backgrounds. So we'll. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say right after a message from our sponsors. Um, our message from our sponsor is well, like technically, it's Ocean Grove Camera and Photo. I guess they're <laughs> yeah. giving away the prize for this comp. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, them, uh, all right. they are. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> he is. Um, so, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first in your background? Um, heads or tails? Tails. It's a tail. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> all right. Um, you're in a mood you today, go, aren't you? You can go first. All right. I'm going to cover up my little picture here. Okay. If my if my picture if my arm falls down because my hands are so arms are so sore from putting up a deck today, um, this is a shot I got the other day um, when I was out with uh, my friend Jamie. We chased the snow for a day up in the highlands of Tassie, and we just had like just blizzard snowstorm after snowstorm every sort of 10, 20 minutes that came through, and we're standing in this big open button grass plain, uh, a little bit like the Overland Track. This is near Lake Sinclair, so you'd know where this Brendan. Um, but we got these amazing storms coming through and they were coming through a bit further south of us. So we, I took a shot looking over these uh, button grass plains and gum trees there. And I really just love the the mood and you can actually see the snowflakes coming down and the whole, the whole shebang's going on there. So that's a color image. It looks sort of black and white, but it's actually a color image. Mm. Um, but it was moody and awesome. I love, I love being out in that weather. 
and sort of being right in the elements with the camera. You've got to be careful of your equipment, but it's very you know, monochromatic, isn't it? It is. If you it's a bit hard for people at home, maybe, but I might put this up on the website for the image of the week. But um <laughs> you can sort of see in the top of the in the top of the trees, you can sort of see a little bit of green and yellows and things like that. So so um, yeah, it was I really just, good. I just discovered that we do an image of the week on our website. Well done you. Yeah, you know what? Also, I've just updated our merchandise because the other day we said, "Hey, don't forget to buy your Down South Photo Show hoodies." And yes. someone went, "There's no hoodies on your website." So, <laughs> that's so guess why what? we have the best listeners in the world. They pick us up yeah. on everything and make sure that, that we what? fly this thing straight. So, well, uh, I tell you what, we're flying with one engine and no wheels at the moment. But how much is um, a hoodie, Cam? How much can people order a hoodie for? Oh, okay, uh, sixty-five dollars plus delivery. Beautiful. I want uh, one. It'll Can it'll it'll one, look please? a bit like it'll look a bit like this one. Same sort of style, black what and about, got a hood. What about this one? We'll look at that's like pretty good one. as well. Uh, we've also got some t-shirts on there as well. Coffee cups, stubby holders, mouse pads. Uh, and if you do go back and listen to whatever the episode was on AI, yes, you can you can also go get the AI. the t-shirt the t-shirt that you were wearing during that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want a grey hoodie. Can we do that? Uh, we can do grey. Yeah. All right, great. I'm going to order one. I'm going to jump on dsps.com.au and order my own hoodie shortly. Right. Uh, that's my photo. What's yours? Oh, of... yeah. Background. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, wasn't it? Uh, one yeah. second. Uh, why, is oh, my chair, why is my chair all over the shop here? I don't know, but it's all to do with my background. There we are. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, this was two two weekends ago when I went up scouting locations for our Mally workshop, Mally Murray workshop. And this is actually... And we've talked about this before, Cam. The best conditions normally happen when you're getting out of there. Um, so this was uh, on the Monday morning when I was heading back, first light, clearly, heading down the Murray Valley Highway just out of Lake Boga. Um, saw a really nice sunrise happening, saw a silhouetted tree, thought, I think I want to have a piece of that. So I yeah, literally pulled off into a... Oh, it was, it was, Barely, you'd even barely call it a like a truck parking area sort of just a little dirt road off the side of the road off the main yeah, road yeah. and uh as the big trucks were rumbling past behind me uh got that shot so it was really cool because nice. uh just silhouettes there's something about them when you get a nice mm. sunrise a bit of frost a bit of fog um nothing beats the uh the good old aussie bush for shots like that no it does not how come you didn't get the tree reflecting in the puddle there uh there's like a fully. reflecting in puddle yeah, uh, because i'm it. Yeah. Okay. So right before me there, let me cover my ugly mug up again. Right before me, like yeah. I'm leaning against a barbed wire fence to get that photo. Uh, that's okay. And, and I and believe me, I looked left and right. How can I get over this thing? You know, without hurting myself. And clearly, yeah. the farmer didn't want me to be there. So I just is that yeah. what barbed wire fence means? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what is it? Something's the better part of valor or something. Anyway, whatever. I, I um I decided to. Excuse me. I decided to stay on my side of the fence and get that shot. Yeah, really happy with it. It was it was one of those ones uh, where it's, you sort of take it, it and you think, oh, that's going to be pretty cool, and uh, it was. It's uh, it's got some beautiful colours in it. So it's oh, great. That, 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 that those those early morning pascal colours rock. Sometimes I just we actually had a sunrise <laughs> here two three days ago. Just really mm -hmm. subtle colour, um, and it was just that sort of pascally colour. And I actually took some shots off the front deck. Um, because I thought this is too good not to take a photo of. Yeah. Um, I'll never do anything with it, but it just it was yeah. just a nice memory to capture. So yeah, yes, you yeah. did. You sent it to me and it was out awesome. Oh, that's right. I did. I'd send it to you. I said, look at this. <laughs> yeah, you did do something I, with it. I did do something. I forgot about that. Um yeah. speaking of, so um went out 
uh, on a bike ride tonight with our friend Jack and um, the sunset. Hi Jack. The sunset here in Ocean Grove tonight. So we're recording this on Thursday night. This is going to go to air Friday night, but uh, the sunset tonight was absolutely magnificent. I'm a firm believer that there's about roughly three or four brilliant sunsets a year. And I reckon tonight was one of them. Ooh, I reckon there's more than that. Now I reckon there's three. No, there's there's good sunsets. Don't get me wrong. There's more than that, but there's yep. three or four absolute bangers. crack bangers. That that's what yeah. the kids say these days. Bangers, yep. absolute bangers. Yeah, I think you're right. Like I I always find um, that if there's weather coming through, like a change of weather or something like that, <laughs> down here we get that early morning. You know, early what is it? Red sky in the morning. Shepherd's warning. Yes, we get we get that, and it goes off down here. I don't know why. Maybe because we're close to water, or we've got lots of mountains. But yeah, we get probably you're probably right. Maybe no more than half a dozen a year where like our bedroom lights up, like it's yeah. actually lit up. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, what the hell's going on outside? And you go outside, yeah. and it's just whoa. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they are cool to see. But you got to stop, and you got to shoot them. Yeah, well, this is the problem, right? So you know, I've, and at this time of year, I think sunset here at the moment is like five twenty-seven or something. Now I lock up the shop at five and yep. I had to be at Jack's place at six for a bike ride. So you've got to shoot home and then you quickly catch up with the wife and kids and find out what their day has been like and all that sort of stuff. And then it's out the door. So yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a tough time of year to cram in a sunset shoot. I actually reckon the best time of year is coming spring for sunset because the, yeah. um, the timing's better normally uh, yeah. daylight savings kicks in all that sort of stuff. So uh, I do love a good sunset shoot. I, I think I'm going to go the opposite end of the season to you. Yeah, yeah. I think autumn has the best sunsets mm. because I don't know what it is. Maybe the angle of the sun is a bit different. You know, it's make, making its way down to being lower in the sky. A bit lower, but also, yeah. yeah. A bit lower, but also what I find, especially down here and maybe a little bit in Victoria as well, is that all the parks and wildlife do a lot of burning off. Oh, okay. So you start getting a bit of that that sort of smoke in the air and a bit of haze yeah. in the air, which sometimes can really help. So yeah, a bit of a bit of a filter. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, sunsets and sunrises. Probably to be honest, probably summer's the best. Look, all year round's good. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, you can um, wait till ten o'clock to get sunset down here. It's ridiculous. In, in summer, yeah. Yeah, it um, doesn't get dark till ten o'clock. Let let's 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 do it. Let's announce all right. the winner of the June. Photo comp. Now, um, we did have grand plans to probably run a comp every month. It ain't going to happen. Well, I think we know that. It's probably going to every couple of months we'll probably run a photo comp, um, yeah. mainly because we're busy beavers. We've got a lot going on. We can't sort of dedicate the time to it. Thank you to the 65, 70 plus entries that we received for this, which yeah. was absolutely brilliant. That, that um, actually that blew us away a bit, didn't it? We, we didn't expect yeah. that many people. And so um, what we did, the way we decided to choose a winner was uh, completely like we didn't we didn't talk to each other about the photos. We no. off our own bat, we went ahead and selected our top five. Cam selected a top five. I selected a top five. You might find this hard to believe, but we both chose the exact same five images, um, yep. which was pretty ridiculous. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, Cam yeah. said, oh, these are my five. I'm, did you see my list? And it's like, no, hang on a minute. <laughs> That's my <Yeah>. five. <laughs> Although we had it, we had our list in completely two different places. So yep. um, yeah, it, it, was, was, it um, was uncanny. Uh, but was uncanny. I, I think as good as the entries were, and believe me, the, the standards were fantastic. And you will get to see some of these because we're going to put out a, a people's choice thing in the next yep. week. Um, it was really hard to go past the winner, wasn't it, Cam? 
the the winner to us and i think we both when we saw some of the entries coming in we both sort of almost said to each other whoa look at that one that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. and then we then that first set thing after that was like is that ai is yeah someone <laughs> well, is that someone is that someone yeah. setting us up maybe they still have set us up i don't well, know that's but, right well i'm sure we're going to find out <laughs> we're going to find out um but yeah it was one of those images that really just jumped off the screen when we both saw it yeah um but any any really any of the top five were amazing like they all could have ranked in that top one or two um yeah. there so, were some amazing yeah. shots do you want me to do you want me to give a quick summary of the other four or uh, no let, we'll, we'll save that for the people's choice i, oh, I think we're just okay. gonna tonight we're just gonna, sorry cam i think tonight don't, you look crestfallen <laughs> that's okay without any further ado the winner of the photo comp uh for june is this image right here and it is a barry povey Yes. Uh, a photo that uh, Barry shot on the morning of the Mornington Pier, which is across yes. the bay from me. Get a go at that, folks. That's uh, that's not too bad, is it? It's uh, incredible. Um, yep. When I saw that pop up on the screen, it was just nuts. And I wish it was actually my photo because I would have loved to have been standing there. And, and when we did the workshops the other week uh, down at the Point Lonsdale Pier, we had a couple of those big waves rolling in and yes, things like yes. that. And I was so hoping that some, something went, went over the pier, not to wash all the people away, but something <laughs> that would have been happening on that pier would have been really, really cool to see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an amazing photo. Like, it's it was all about weather, and I, I don't think there's a photo that represents weather any more than that. That's yeah. Mother Nature at her yeah. very angriest. And yeah, um, I think like, like you said, when that popped up in the feed, it, it straight away in my mind is like, well, that's Clubhouse Leader and that's going to take yeah. a, a bit of beating. Um, mm. It fits the brief so well. Um, yeah. You look at it and it, yeah, you feel like you're in the middle of a storm when you're looking at that photo. Yeah. Um, it, it would be, and isn't it a shame that we have to question whether that's a real photo? But I'm sure it is. I, I'm calling it a real photo because... Yeah. Um, again, I, I don't think AI can actually create something that's yeah. that that's that unique. Yeah. Um, I think it looks a little bit too real. Yeah. To be AI. So. Yeah. No, it's very um, cool. But but think of the publicity we'll get if it's AI. So. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that Australia's leading photography podcast chooses the winner of a photo comp that's AI. Australia's leading photography podcast that's hosted by a guy in Victoria and a guy in Tasmania. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what we are. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so congratulations, Barry. Barry, you win yourself a two hundred dollar yes. um, voucher to be used at Ocean Grove Camera and Photo. Of course, you can use it online, being that you are based on the other side of the uh, the pond over yonder on on the Mornington Peninsula. Um, so we'll be in touch with you in the coming week to yep. uh, send you out your voucher. Um, and congratulations. And as I said. Um, the standard of entries was brilliant. So mm -hmm. we are going to run uh, over the next couple of weeks a People's Choice Award as well, um, which will be the will, – will we put them all up or will it just be our top five that we chose? Uh, I think it's top five. I yeah, think if we put them all up, it's going to get a bit yeah, hectic. It's, it's a lot, yes. So mm -hmm. we, we will put the short list up for people to vote on for the People's Choice winner. Um, yep. So congratulations to all of you who made the short list, which you will see – over the yep. coming uh, over the coming week, so and, and we'll talk the, about the, it next week. Yeah, and the public vote or the popular vote will get a the winner of that will get a hundred dollar voucher. Is that correct? That's can correct. Barry can Barry win that as well? Of course he can. Of course Bloody he can. Hell. 
So um, and I think uh, that was a hundred dollar voucher from you, I believe. That was from me. Yeah, you can use awesome. it on my website. They can use it on the Down South web- Photoshop website. If they, want. they could buy a they hoodie, and they a, could buy and a, a hoodie and a t-shirt and give us an extra stubby, ten bucks. A stubby holder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be <laughs> hilarious if if our voucher came back to us. <laughs> well, you know, what goes around comes around. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's brilliant. Uh, that's, so, um, it's a again, river image. It's a really good oh, image. Yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. So, well done, Barry. I, I, and I think Barry should spend his two hundred dollars to getting that done as a massive canvas. If he hasn't already, he's crazy. Yeah, but I reckon yeah. that would look yeah. absolutely mint as like a meter by or a meter and a half. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. big ass canvas. I'm I'm with you, and I know just the guy that can do it. Mm, yeah, perfect. Good stuff. Good well stuff. done, Barry. So um, keep an eye out for the comps. We will, as I say, run them uh, probably every couple of months. Um, I think, uh, yeah, so we'll probably run one through August and then hmm. announce it in September and then run another one in October, maybe, or announce it in November, et cetera. Maybe people in the comments below could give us a, an idea of what they might like to have the August competition as. This one was weather. Absolutely. Maybe give us a few ideas and maybe we'll pluck an idea as to what, uh, what, uh, what the competition in August will be. Yeah, absolutely. And and I love seeing people's, particularly our listeners, uh, photography. It's brilliant. Um, and as an aside as well, um, if you ever need advice on a photo that you've taken, drop us a line. We're happy to we're happy to give you some advice. Um, we don't know if it'll be the right advice or good advice, but we'll certainly give you advice. Um, if you want to send us a photo, you know, you've put a photo up and you go, hang on, something went wrong here. How can I achieve blah, blah, blah? Let us know. Yeah. We'll get back to you eventually. Yeah. We'll answer you. We will somehow. And then can yeah, you be good, come yeah. on a workshop. <laughs> Speaking of workshops, oh no, we're not announcing that yet, are we? We're close. We're, we're meant to talk about that tonight, weren't we? Talk about a teaser. <laughs> yeah, talk about a teaser. We'll talk. Yes. We'll talk about it after the episode about what we we're will talk, talk about it after the episode, and yeah. we will announce probably next week. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just announcement central here on the Down South Photo Show. It is a bit, isn't it? We should probably get back into talking about photography, though. Let's do that. Um, the main topic for discussion tonight, following on, what a segue, uh, yeah. is weather. Weather. Uh, whether you can be bothered taking photos or not. Is that, is that what it is? Or Yeah, exactly. No, no, I, I think this is a, and we've probably touched about touched on this a few times over the last 80-odd episodes. Yes. Um, but I think it'd be nice to have a bit more of an in-depth discussion around why, and this is exactly why Barry's won $200 to use it uh, at camera photo what is it photo on camera where do you work again photo camera and photo actually grow um because the most dramatic shots and the most interesting shots in my opinion always happen in unusual bad crappy shitty uh moody weather so Mm. so many times you you sort of see people out with their cameras and they they pack their bag to go for a big camera day and it's bright blue skies and sunshine the whole way that that's lovely and you're going to get some nice shots about that you might get a nice sunrise or a sunset but if you really want to, to me, in my opinion, if you really want to up your game in landscape photography, you need to shoot when the weather's not playing its nicest because that's where you get those incredible storm shots that Barry's got there. If you look through um, our Facebook page with all the weather shots that we got, all the amazing shots were during really gnarly weather. And that's you know the shot behind me, the shot behind you. It's all when the weather's sort of doing its best. So I think what people need to do is have a bit more faith in the fact that you can go out in weather and not, you know, you might get a bit wet, you might get a bit cold, you might get a bit dirty, 
but that's where you're going to really start to up your game as a landscape photographer. And that's one thing I learned a few years back is that all the great shots I got were really in the, in the most gnarliest weather where I had to put myself out in mother nature um, with my camera, hanging on for, you know, dear life to get those shots. And, you know, whether or not it's like I said, snow or whether or not it's dusty storms or outback or whatever it might be, when you're out and about in the weather, that's when, it becomes really easy just to create really dramatic shots. So I think it's important. And that's what I thought we'd have a bit of a chat about tonight. I know you would agree most likely wholeheartedly. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's, um, it's the whole point, isn't it? Uh, you know, and and you're completely right in what you say. Um, particularly when we, uh, you know, when we run our workshops and stuff, we actually, we get a little bit disappointed if it's just wall to wall blue sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah absolutely. That's, that's a drag. Um, yeah. And then, and well, then we sort of, yeah look forward to first light last light because that's when the light yeah. is at its obviously most dramatic and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah there's, there's a lot to be said for uh, chasing a storm or for, you know, I, lo- I love it when, it when a storm's coming because I, I know that there's mm-hmm. going to be some great light and there's going to be some dramatic light. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and I think, um, so generally speaking, when it comes to giving tips for shooting in bad weather, um, it's not always overly necessary to have like a weatherproof camera for example um yeah you got to be a little bit careful with your camera in rain if it's not a weather sealed uh camera system um but see some of the best photos i've ever seen you can you can tell that the the photographer was hammered by the conditions um uh, an example is this is throwing things back a fair way i think it was like 2010 i was at the summer apostles and i was taking some photos it was on anzac day 2010 I was with a mate of mine. Uh, we were there with our families just having a little long weekend on Anzac long weekend. And we said, nah, bugger it. Let's go out and take some photos. The weather could not have been worse. Yeah. It was hailing. Like we were literally crouching down behind little shrubs to get out of hail that was stinging our heads. <laughs> um, luckily, we didn't. We left the, the kids at home, but um, we were out there. And, and that day, I um, hands down got probably the best shot of the 12 apostles I've ever taken. Yeah, because yeah. the ocean was rolling in, and the yeah. and the and the sky was dark behind, um, and like you, the 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 weather was coming in fronts, like you could see it mm. coming across, and then you'd get a burst of light between the clouds, and you'd go yeah. out and take shots, yeah. and it's really exciting that kind of photography, I find. Yeah, I agree, and I loved it. Like I, I sort of now, like I, with people I shoot around down here in Hobart, like come on, Cam, let's go out and do something on the weekend. I'm like weather looks too nice what do you mean i'm like it's just sunny and boring yeah yeah like, let's wait till let's wait till this big low front comes through or this massive <laughs> snowstorm and let's get out there we'll, we'll go out the night before and we'll get out there we'll get up really early and most of the people that i've gone out with and not friends and stuff like that you can see it like there's a little light bulb moment in their head it's like all oh, right this is how he gets these shots because yeah. you know um i know chelsea and i we went out to lake Pedder, which is down in the southwest of uh, Tassie it's about a two and a half hour drive and we went there once after a massive snowstorm and we had the most incredible light uh the, the storm had just passed so everything was fresh white and we, I reckon I got some of the best photos I've ever taken I, I, we just couldn't stop shooting there was just yeah. a shot on every corner we went to but if we'd if we'd not done that if we'd thought oh let's give it another day once that weather passes and then we'll go out there some of the snow would have been melted would have lost that light there's something about weather that freshens up the environment as oh, well, the atmosphere. 100%. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like, that, you, like you said, 
You get that say, smell like you in you with, um, pretty much. You yeah, know, you it's, do. It's brilliant. When you said those fronts were coming through at the summer apostles, like that's clearing the air out and then you're getting this fresh air with light hitting it through. It's like the most purest light you can really get. Yeah. So, and I think what you touched on before about um, weatherproofing of cameras, I think that is probably one of the biggest hurdles that people don't go out in weather to shoot because they're, they're ultra, ultra careful about their gear. And, you know, rightly so, it's expensive gear that you're using. But, you know, most of the brands these days have a quite a pretty high-end weather ceiling on their cameras. Yeah. Yep. So the only thing I would say to people is that, you know, especially with Barry's shot there, like if he's getting sprayed with salt water all the time, that's going to cause some issues for his camera. Um, so you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself from any sort of you know, salt water or things like that. But if it's just rain and stuff like that, as long as you can keep it relatively dry, make it dry off and clean later on, then, you know, you can really shoot through most conditions and, so I would say to people, trust a bit more, maybe take that little leap of faith uh, with your camera and say, look, you know what? I reckon I can go out in a bit more of a rainstorm or snow and, and actually use my camera a bit more because that's what they're built for. That's what they're made for is to use to take photos in all types of conditions. Yeah. So, and, and I've just quickly jumped on uh, our friend's DigiDirect's website just to have a look at rain covers for cameras. Uh, they start at $20. So there's no excuses, um, you know, to... You can protect your gear pretty cheaply. I've actually seen people use plastic bags, literally. Um, shower caps. Shower cap, plastic bag with a little hole cut into it that they tape yep. to the end, edge of their filter. Yep. Um, it's a great idea. And, you know, your camera's going to be fine. I get frustrated, particularly if we're on a workshop and the rain starts coming and people put the cameras away. So what yes. are you doing? No, 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 yeah. no. This is when your camera comes out. This is when yeah. it stays out, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get, no, no, it won't. It'll be fine. It, it, you know, yeah. it'll take you tripping over and dropping the thing in the ocean, really, yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for to do any damage to it. A little bit of fresh water is not going to hurt it. Maybe maybe there's something on that. Like, you know, like the camera manufacturers, they bring out their cameras, you know, they, they plug the hell out of all the features that these cameras have, you know, megapixels, frames per second, whatever it might be. They they always say that you know these cameras are weatherproof, um, but they obviously for insurance purposes and stuff like that, warranty purposes. They don't go out and say, "Hey, you know what? You can use this in the rain. It's okay. You're mm -hmm. going to be fine." They don't they don't mm -hmm. give a definite answer to that. Like with with maybe the one exception where Olympus sort of actually encouraged people to, you know, try and trash their cameras in a way because they they, they show you all the things that they can be used for. But a lot of the other brands don't necessarily like weatherproofing is just a, a footnote yeah it's weatherproof to this level yeah whatever yeah, it is there's, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of caveats on it though because you will get you know it happens people will be you know into the taking a photo it's a bit of drizzle and they decide to change a lens you know yeah that 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 will happen uh and yeah. you know you'll get water on your sensor or something god forbid and um or on your on the electronics or the internals of the camera um, yeah. So I there guess needs to, there needs to be a bit of common themselves. sense, doesn't it? Of course, there, there needs to be a bit of common sense, but that's everything, though. But I, I would maybe like to see camera brands maybe just give a little bit more leeway on you know what what's acceptable with their cameras. You know, they don't say take them out and run them under a shower and stuff like that. But you're right, like you know, if you're going to take it off and point it to the sky and it's pouring rain into your sensor, then duh, that's that's just not going to help. But yeah. maybe they, I'm just having a look now, like, for example, on the Sony side, I'm just trying to see what they say. Because I've never really seen any other camera brands say anything but weatherproof. Yeah. Like they don't say weatherproof to this sort of level or, um, 
but I think yeah, getting getting back to the weather, it's it's when you're gonna really see your images start stepping up. And all you got to do, people, is just go have a look at the at a really good landscape photographers in Australia or around the world, wherever they might be. Whoever you follow as a landscape photographer, I can guarantee that ninety nine percent of their shots are taken during weather events. Yeah, that they're, they're not taken on. You know, they might be that brilliant sunrise or sunset, but the rest of them will be dramatic clouds or dramatic light or dramatic conditions. And you know, that's that's there's a reason why their photos are looking so so good about that. It's because they shoot all all the time. Doesn't matter where. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's that's what we, as I say, as as good landscape photographers, that's what you live for. And there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad gear. That's so, right. You know, keep a keep a rain hood with your camera bag. Keep uh, you know an umbrella if you want to. Um, yep. And the other thing is, like, it, we're not talking. You don't have to hike six days on the overland track, for example. You know, you, you, there are places yep. where you can park and walk. You know, twenty meters to a, a good lookout or somewhere when the conditions are bad, and you've got your car quite close by. Um, yep. You know, there's, I I would comfortably leave a camera on a tripod. Uh, you know, away from my car 15 metres and sit in the car and use yeah. my phone to take the photos, you know, connected yeah. via, you know, via the app. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think those features on cameras these days are utilised nearly enough by photographers, uh, particularly by amateurs. Um, you know, people forget, this is, this is completely aside, but one day um, here at our place, we had uh, some birds nesting in a tree um, right. And I could hear the babies in there. So what right. I did was I got my camera and I mounted it on the on a monopod and I extended the monopod as far as I could and then reached my camera up while looking at the app on my phone to look into the nest to see the baby <laughs> birds. Um, you know, th using that kind of technology to your advantage also helps a lot when you're shooting bad weather. Um, yeah. you know, stick the bloody camera on a tripod on the roof of your car. Awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you're right there with it um, and you'll yeah. stay connected via your phone um, yeah. and you can take photos from the comfort of your bloody driver's seat. So I think that's a, another side of it. Not not only is it the gear people are worried about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably upset a few people. It's been a while before I've upset You people. upset people, Cameron. Well, it's been a few while, but I, yes. I think people are a bit a bit soft, to be honest. Like <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen it on workshops. I've seen it when I've been out in my own weather doing stuff and, you know, people go, oh, oh no, it's raining. Uh, better, I better get back to the car. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It's like, where are you going? This is this what, is the best part. What's what's the worst that could happen? You get wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we um, it is it I'm is gonna, funny. It's human nature though, Cam. It you is know, human to, to shelter is. from the elements, and and we get that. And uh, it's funny though, because on the on the flip side, I I have stuck it out in some pretty bad conditions, and they just never improved. <laughs> <laughs> not just got nothing like, and got drowned. Like walking like, like walk the overland track. <laughs> well, there was that. But, you know, other times, I, rem I remember one time specifically I was over at Point Lonsdale and um, yeah, I went over there for the sunrise and the weather was just crap, like appalling. Yeah. You know, like, rain yeah. fronts coming across and, and it was just sheeting rain. And that was just silly. Like, And I went out in it and I'm stood there and I'm like, I've got my raincoat on or whatever. I'm trying to, I've got my camera like cowered over my camera bag trying to get these photos yeah. and nah, it just... It like, wasn't happening. So it doesn't always, you know, lead to great yeah. photos, but you've got to put yourself out there. There, there is, there is that. That always happened. Like there is a time where you go, okay, this is just stupid. Like it's not <laughs> getting better. We're not getting any yeah. light. We're just sitting yeah. here getting hypothermia. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say on the Flinders Rangers workshop, I'm not going to name names or dob anyone in, 
But we had one guest on there who the first couple of days we had a little bit of rain, which is great. We had all that mood in the, the mountains that I showed last week. And uh, one of the customers got their camera out and then just had this umbrella over the top of them as I was shooting. <laughs> and like you see all things on workshops. That's not that's not unusual. That's something that happens quite frequently. But the one thing I noticed with this guest was that every time they tried to take a photo, they're trying to hold this this umbrella and take the photo <laughs> and uh, Dan, who five star Dan, who came along, I said, Dan, just just hold that umbrella for them. We just hold it above their head, and I'll do the same while they're taking photos. But the first thing I said to him, I said, Do you realize, like, yes, your camera's weatherproof, so don't stress about that. But do you realize how much awkwardness you're creating in taking a good quality photograph by having this other bit of mechanism that you're trying to balance and not get wet? Yeah. Yeah. I said, It's not, it's not working. It's, it's, it's actually holding your photography back. If you do this every time you go out when it's raining, then I can guarantee that your shots will be out of focus or shaky or lopsided. You know, all these extra things that you're going to have to do to try and fix them. And I said, look, just, just trust the camera. It's not bucketing down rain. It was only sort of drizzle or anything. I said, I, we're happy to hold the umbrella for you, but I reckon we put it away and I reckon we just get into it. And they did to their credit. We barely saw the umbrella again for the rest of the trip, but just watching this customer, it's just like I'm like, I looked, I looked at Daniel. I'm like, this is this is not how you take photographs. This this is causing you grief. And yeah. you know, if this is a frustration of yours with your photography, then that's that's one of the things already I can fix for you to yeah. to get it sorted out. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. One one other um, thing that came to mind while you're talking there was uh, shooting after rain. Yes, rain freshens everything up, but what rain actually does is it wets everything down. And the light just pops off those surfaces then, like literally highly reflective surfaces where the light is really popping off. So um, particularly um, like old uh, jetties and things like that, when the boards get wet, they can really start to reflect yes. the light really, really well. Um, yes. You can see, actually, you could see in that photo that uh, one our comp, you know, the, the jetty was wet and it, mm -hmm. it's really added a lot, a lot, a lot more atmosphere to the shot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting, getting out and getting your, getting yourself cold and wet and miserable works for your photos. Something, something else I'll add on to that as well is something I, I worked out a few years ago is that weather repeats itself. So there's certain things that happen, you know, you know, through each season of the year, you're going to get certain colors and conditions and stuff like that. But one thing that I've noticed <clears throat> with doing in weather photography as well is that, you know, days that have rain showers. So if you have like a rain, like an off and on shower or whatever they call it, sunny with some showers or something, whatever they might call it. If you can find yourself a nice location that's got some forest, then what happens is the rain comes over, it saturates the forest. The sun comes out, heats the forest up, all the steam out of the forest pops up. There's your shot, bang, bang, bang. Next bit of shower comes through, wets it again, and up comes the steam, another shot. So you can actually start to predict what sort of shots you're going to get before they happen. Um, and like I said, things like in autumn, if they're doing burning off or stuff like that, you know you're going to get those really vibrant and brilliant sort of sunrise or sunsets with all the smoke or haze in the air. You know, snow, like we said, you know, you get beautiful shots in the snow if you just wait that little bit longer for the, the storm to pass over. So there's there's things that happen with weather that if you study enough or just take note of it, I think it does really help your photography as well. If you have a, you know, even if it's a 50% inkling of what's going to happen with that that scene you got with the weather coming through, you're in a better spot than the person sitting on the couch at home not going out at all. So Yeah, that's right. I mean, how many times, though, Cam, have you been to 
any location and you've done a lot of traveling uh, particularly in australia um now you come to a location like the one behind me for example and how good would that look with a massive storm cloud behind it or a, yeah or lightning you know, bolts or, hanging off them yeah or you know even a rainbow or something you know just simple compositions can become really hard hitting and complex compositions with mm. the right conditions um yeah. it's yeah there's so much to be said for it so um i think the point we're driving home <laughs> here folks is don't be a fair weather photographer no, I say that all the time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question without notice. I like questions without notice. So, what's, what do you got at the moment? The OM5, is that right? Uh, my main shooter, yes, is the OM5. Yep. So, if a push came to shove, if you were somewhere, for example, right behind you, or where I was, or where we've been talking about it, yep. If push came to shove, where the weather was absolutely smashing your camera, mm-hmm. and you knew your camera was going to be destroyed and unusable, mm-hmm. but the shot you were going to get was mm-hmm. going to be unbelievable mm-hmm. would you would you sacrifice your camera for the shot that's a no-brainer of course i'd sacrifice my camera for the shot i, I i've i've i have done i've sacrificed <laughs> gear for for shots heaps of times it just just happens like it yeah the the gear is replaceable the shot you'll never get again so that, that's a, that's a sin that's an easy one to answer without notice so i reckon, I reckon that if we put that to the to the audience what people would you sacrifice a camera for for <laughs> no. a, a once in a lifetime shot? Yep. W- would you? I reckon. I reckon it'd be almost fifty fifty. Yeah. Because nah, I think some people. Are, nah, so I think some nah. people are. I just have. Like, I have more faith in that now, listeners. I I reckon I'm going to be seventy five twenty five that they would us, sacrifice their camera. Well, I mean, obviously, it depends on the photo, right? But obviously, and we'd obviously don't want to sacrifice them. It's just no. the camera. Yeah. No, that's right. Uh, but I'd love to hear people what they say because well, I think a, be, we could do a poll. Maybe we'll put a poll on the on the Facebook page. Yes, I might do that. that. We'll do that tomorrow. Good, I've got nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> but I reckon it'd be interesting because I think I reckon in my experience, I reckon some people might say, "You know what? I've paid ten grand for this camera kit. No, I'm not reckoning it. Sorry, no, I don't care. I I, I really don't. gear. <laughs> I, I I love photography gear. I really do, but I don't love it that much. If it, yeah. if it's getting in the way of me getting the shot, I don't care. I'll sacrifice it. Um, yeah, no no brainer. See, I, I yeah, I don't know. No, I I, I think I, I, I mate, I would I would sacrifice a a, a fifty thousand dollar large format camera for for the for the photo. It wouldn't worry me at all. As long as the- I as long as I was guaranteed to get the shot. But why would you? Why would you sacrifice it though? Like, what's the? Fo- is the photo going to recoup your loss by? No, 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 no. Moot point. It's got nothing to do with the money. It's got to do with getting the shot, and that—that's what it's all about. You know that, mate. It's it's yeah. you know it gets in your blood. It really does. And when when you're yeah. chasing photos, there there there's not a lot that I won't do for a photo. Um, within <laughs> within reason and within the law. Um, you know, I mean. Like, you know, for example, like I didn't jump that barbed wire fence. I wanted to. Don't you worry. I've yeah. re- and I even thought about sticking the drone up to get that shot, but I was a bit the under drone. the pump time-wise. But um, I would sacrifice a drone instantly mm-hmm. for a photo as long as I see, got I, the memory card. See, I, I would sacrifice a drone before I sacrificed a camera, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a good question. It was funny, actually. It, it, it reminds me of a story from a long, long time ago. Uh, I was I was with this... Um, with this girl, we were we were walking through uh, Kakadu National with a, Park with a girl. Is this before um, marriage? It, it was it was my girlfriend at the time, who is uh. different to the person that's now my wife. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> right, anyway, okay. we're walking through Kakadu. It was about it was like the mid nineties, 
And anyway, we we were um, on a little boardwalk by by a swamp, and of course we looked down and here's these eyes looking at us, mm. and it was a fairly fairly sizable crocodile. And um, I was did you push her not, and run off? I was not as into my photography as she was. She was a very keen photographer, and right. she had a Pentax ME Super, and she loved that oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. And I said to her, I said, if that croc all of a sudden charged at me, would you smash it over the head with that camera? You know what she said? She went, oh, this camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that, that's how it so is, right? That, eh? So, so that that's why then that's why the relationship ended just after you got back. Well, from that's right. So, well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why she's. Yeah, anyway, that's another story. But yeah, it was just it was it was funny because uh, you know just the way that she treasured that camera so much. She was like, well, mm. maybe I'd get the shot first. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see? Uh, there was a croc up in uh, Darwin the other day. Up at Lynchfield National Park. Oh, right. In Wangi Falls, which is where we go on our Kakadu trip. Good spot. Uh, we, be, we generally go swimming there, but maybe not this time. I don't know. It'd be a, it'd be a freshie, wouldn't it? Uh, probably. I don't know. It was a big one. They don't hurt you. Uh, but anyway, a bit of a caveat on that as well. Um, we do not take any responsibility for you destroying your camera in weather. That's right. Do not send we encourage, a receipt for your new camera. Yeah, <laughs> we encourage that you get out and take more shots in the weather, but we don't tell yeah. you to do it. Uh, and we don't uh, advise sacrificing cameras to get the shot. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. on you. Um, Which brings us probably up to another topic about insurance of cameras. Maybe we can talk about that next week. I don't know. Um, apparently, uh, Christopher Nolan trashed two IMAX cameras making Oppenheimer. Oh, I want to see that. It's, I can't uh, wait for it. Who doesn't? It looks amazing. Yeah. So I've got I've got a I've got a conundrum gun on in my house at the moment. Okay, so it's school hol- school holidays. So I've got a seven year old and a ten year old. And a wife that's not much older. And <laughs> so there's Barbie. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> it's Barbie. Don't want to see Barbie. No. We last night, last night we went and saw Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse or whatever it is. Yeah. Actually pretty cool. I, I don't know much about Spider-Man as such, but the way that this was done was really cool. But then we've got Indiana Jones and Oppenheimer. And I'm like, I want to see them both. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't want to see them with kids necessarily. We might take the kids to see Indiana Jones. They do like Indiana Jones. Um. All right, this has got nothing to do with photography, but I went and saw the new Indiana Jones movie last week. Um, oh, don't, don't tell me. No, all I'm going to say is do yourself a favour. It's just go see it. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Oh, no really spoilers. No spoilers. It's a, it's a good movie. It, it, it's, a, it's a return to form for the all Indiana right. Jones franchise, and I hate that saying, but it's a return That's to good. form for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, um, good stuff. Uh, okay, that yeah. had nothing to do with photography, but anyway, that's our weather we're, topic. We're, um, we're now doing film reviews. Here we are. <laughs> uh, so um, we've got s- uh, specific um, segments of this show. Um, and one we that do. we haven't talked about for a while is Gear Talk. We will come back to Gear Talk in the, in the coming weeks. Gear Cam is our most popular um, sub uh, segment by far. So if you have a Gear Cam question, by all means, send it to us. We don't have one this week. That's why we're saying, please send us in a question for Gear Cam. We'd love to hear from you and put Cam's knowledge to, and my knowledge to the test. Um, beer donations this week, Cam, please. Drum roll, please. Uh, yeah, well, actually, let me just... Uh, I'm. I'm partaking oh i'm drinking summer's b cider at the moment nice well that's uh, it's I'll not it's not cider donations cam it's beer donations well, it's the same thing uh so, no it's not <laughs> no, okay um 
So we had a beer donation from Mel H and Jenny C. We seem to be they seem to be competing against each other. These two. That's right. Yeah, we're um, not going to stop them. No, we're not. We're not arguing. Yeah, fight fight to the death with you buying us beers and ciders. <laughs> Um, but thank you. But if you'd like to buy us a beer, you can go to dsps.com.au and go to the buy us a beer section and you can buy us a beer or buy us both a beer, buy a jug or a slam. How's the how's the plugging from Mr. Blake tonight? Doing well. Yeah. I had it, I just had it open on the screen. That's all. Oh, perfect. Nice. I've got uh, uh, so I've got I've got I've got my cousin Daniel, five star Daniel. We, you know, we mentioned him before. Five star Dan. He's mentioned he's now sent me a message. I just sent him his new uniform in the mail the other day. Lovely. Even though he had one on the Flinders Ranges, I thought he's about the same size as me. He goes, No, I'm not. I'm much bigger than you. I'm like, No, you're not. Don't worry. So I took a large. No, nah, it was like a swimming suit on him. So <laughs> I've sent him up there today. And then he's just sent me a, a selfie of himself playing netball. So I don't know what's going on with Dan, but uh, right. he doesn't listen. So feel it's, free to hang as much shit on him as you like. It's 2023, Cam. That's just, that's yes. all I'll say about that. <laughs> Yes, it is. No. Uh, what do you got coming up, Mr. Blake? Uh, what have I got? I've got a little bit of time off. My next little adventure is an OM day, uh, with a, one of the Olympus days. We're going to Port Arthur. Wonderful. Uh, we're going to spend a day down there, which would be great. And then talk about good light. There always seems to be good light there. Yes, there is, isn't there? I don't know. Mm. There is something about Port Arthur, mm. um, good and bad. There, but mm. there is something down there that the light. I don't know. There's something. I think it's the building. I think the the color works yeah. really well with the buildings. Yeah, down I think there. you're right. The red brick buildings and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, sort of, it, it's stuff. a good contrast to the landscape around it. I guess. The last time I was down there, I was with our good friend Glenn Lavender. You were, and he was he, came, uh, he was doing a Tamron shoot, wasn't he? He was doing a Tamron shoot, and he was lying down on the ground, almost in a puddle, getting the reflection of the old prison, in the which has screen. made the cut for their um, yeah. for their website and uh, brochure. Yeah, right. Does it really? Huh. It has. Um, well, I think that was their uh, APS-C 10 to 20. We could have done a quick gear talk because Sony have finally released the A6700. I did. Uh, I saw that. Do we no. want to talk about it? Do you know uh, much about no, it? No, re- not really. I don't know much about it. I just know that it's been released. And it's a it's a kick-ass little camera. Um, huge fan of Sony's APS-C lineup. Everyone raves about their full-frame stuff. Brilliant, whatever. It's too expensive. We all know that. But their APS-C lineup is very, very good. Great. And the features that that A6700 packs is phenomenal. Um, yeah, really high high praise for, for, that little, right. for that little camera. Oh. And it will keep all those APS-C Sony users happy because they thought the A6600 was the end of the line. Not four uh, years later, bang, Sony dropped a 6700 to keep them all excited. Here's something I did the other day um, okay. on a whim, you know, because I do stupid shit like that mm. so i've got my little Leica. i like my little Leica, and yeah it's good fun to play with i've got my olympus and i've got all these other cameras i play with but i went and actually rented a camera okay it's first time I've, it's the first time i've ever rented a camera in my life and i, I can't even i don't can't tell the specifics of who i rented off it's through camera corp or whoever they're called um but what i did i actually get, went and rented the Leica m6 you know the film camera brilliant Brilliant. And it's it's a minimum six month rental. So you pay whatever it is. It's a what? Minimum six month rental. Six months? Yeah, minimum. How, how do they get away with that? I don't I, know. They just I do. rent it for six days, not freaking six months. So I could well, buy I, it in six months. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't mind it. Well, this is the thing. I like for those who don't know how it works, you, you get a camera, then you know, after six months you can offer the buy it and they give you like a 
ah, depreciation okay, right. rate and okay, stuff like that. Okay, okay. It's it's or like you, a rent or, rent to buy kind of thing. Yeah, or you can give it back after six months. Oh, well, that's that not too bad. You, it's not too bad. So anyway, I got it in the mail the other day and I'm putting a roll of film through it. But it's actually, I think it's an interesting option to rent yeah. gear. You can rent lenses, bodies, cameras, whatever you this, want to this do. This sounds like a whole other podcast to me. It does. And I think we might touch on it maybe next week, renting rolling, gear. and Rolling into episode 87. <laughs> yeah, let's just double up. Um, no, I like it. So yeah, it's interesting. And I'm playing with it and it's good fun. I don't mind. Was it new? Brand new. How do these how do these companies work? It's it's fascinating, isn't it? There's there's so many yeah. ways that you can this, that you can this, make a dollar. There's so many ways you can screw you screw over the small camera shop. Well, no, it's interesting. We will talk about that next week. I like it. Um, um yeah. Uh, what uh, this is? Ask me what I'm doing, Cam. Hey, friends. Yes, mate. What are you doing? What's going up? What's going? I'm on glad you me? asked. Um, <laughs> no, nah, not a lot actually. It's business as usual. And might I just say, I've got the greatest customers in the world. Um, the support you told my me the, other little, <laughs> the support my little camera shop is getting uh, yeah. is absolutely brilliant. The last, particularly in the last couple of months, it's been fantastic. Um, we relocated. Yeah, time, out, time out for a sec. Time out. Yes. In the last couple of months, it's been great. Yes. Is that the same sort of last couple of months that I've popped in a few times? Yeah. The the the, the coincidence is uncanny. Really, I mean, yeah, it could be. Can it could be? Um, Sorry. Sorry. You you you, you would run a very good camera shop if you could be bothered. Um, <laughs> but no, no, we've, I've, I've got some really good support, particularly from locals, but also from people who are, uh, jumping on my website and ordering their prints and having me send them to you, to them all over Australia, which is really cool. So, um, That's awesome. I love doing that because I get to see some cool photos and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a really busy time over the last couple of months. So I'm very appreciative. It's been great. And I'm looking forward to getting my teeth into more of that over the next coming weeks. So that's me. And then of course the, it's the downhill run until, the Murray Melly workshop in October. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that as I well. Think, I think next year we rename it because it's really hard to say the Murray Melly. Murray Melly workshop. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. The Mally we say North Northwest Victoria. Um Lake Tyrrell. <laughs> Lake Tyrrell. I must say that the, the two or three times I've been in your shop of late, um, you do have great customers. They all know you. They all mm. come and say g'day. It's mm. a bit like this show. It's a really great little community. They all come in and hey Brendan, how you going? And it's it's a bit like I'm gonna say it's almost like the cheers of the camera shops. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone right. knows everyone, everyone knows what's going on. You know what they're no, they, doing. Everyone knows their name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know who no. you are. You Norm, maybe. Well, probably. Uh, my the barfly. <laughs> my midriff at the moment would say that I was definitely Norm, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm on a actually. Time. Apart from drinking cider, I'm just going to start. I need to lose. Someone once told me I look like Woody Harrelson, so maybe I'm him. I'm not sure. I saw Spider Man: The Spider Verse, where it's all these different dimensions and things. Maybe you're. Yes. A, Woody Harrelson in a different dimension. Maybe. And Maybe. I definitely can't jump. That's it. That's the podcast. Uh, unless you've got anything else to add, Mr. Blake. No, I don't think I could talk much more shit. Okay. Um, and no power outages this week. No, my my internet went a bit glitchy though a couple it of times. It did. I did notice, but that's all right. We battled through. Nobody noticed it, Cam. Don't worry about it. It's oh, right. oops. Sorry. Perfect. <laughs> Fine. All good. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We will see you all for episode 87 of the Down South Photo Show next week. Bye for now. Hooroo. Oh, he did it. Hooroo. Hey. <laughs>